it's a beautiful day. The sun is shining. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm glad that we had this three-day weekend. It gave me some time to rejuvenate myself, restore, and think about some concepts. Let's get into it. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Jay Warren, and welcome to another episode of Inversation Podcast, the podcast that allows us to tell our stories our way. How y'all doing? It is Labor Day weekend, and I just wanted to jump on here and connect with my peoples because we got things to talk about, okay? <laughs> we got things to talk about. Um. Uh, I want to jump in and talk a little bit about self-discovery and that process, what that looks like, how you on your journey of self-discovery can align with the parts of yourself that really need the attention, that really need some sunshine coming from you, okay? Not from the outside world, but from you. Um, and so we're going to break into that and, and just dig deep and uncover some of those layers of self-discovery. But for right now, I'm going to transition right on over into the mental health segment. So let's do that. So as of late, I have been in a very special and intimate place when it comes to my mental health. It has been refreshing, to say the least. It's been refreshing. I've been really examining myself and bringing some of the things that are deep within me to the surface so that I can reflect and review and decide if what I'm looking at is really what I want in my life or if I want to change that up and replace it with something that's gonna be a little bit more beneficial to who I want to become or to who I'm becoming. And it's been really helpful to me to view myself in that way, because now instead of me just going along and dealing with things as they come, it's given me a little bit of space in my life to be able to prepare for things or to respond to things in a better, healthier way. I was talking to uh, some of my friends the other day and we were just talking about self-discovery and allowing yourself to liberate the different parts of yourself that you've been kind of keeping in a closet or keeping behind closed doors in a box for whatever reason. And during that conversation, um, it just kind of, I was reflecting on some of the experiences that I've had, just seeing myself for who I really am and allowing myself to be who I am in my most authentic way at all times. And not just when I feel like I can trust a person or when I, I'm, I'm in a space where I'm with friends or people that really air, you know, because that takes time to develop and to, to discover about people. And you can't put yourself on hold or put yourself on a shelf just 
to appease other people or to navigate through certain situations and things like that because you're doing yourself a disservice. And so I, I've been on this journey, which I'm always talking about some, you know, some journey, but I've been on this journey of just really bringing those things to the surface, to the foreground for me to be able to, you know, manipulate and discover and see if it's really worth me holding on to this thing or this part of myself that I've been carrying, you know, and it's been really helpful to do that because I'm finding out that I'm much cooler than I thought that I was. <laughs> um, and that a lot of the things that I've been feeling over the years have been things that are much smaller than what I thought that they were at the time. You know, sometimes you go through situations that feel so big to you and it just feels like, oh my God, like the world is crumbling down and I'm, I've lost everything. I don't know what to do. I need somebody to rescue me, you know, but that just may be that way for that time period, for that season. And then you go back after you've gone through more things and you realize that the thing that you've been carrying that you might feel like was so huge was actually the small little bitty thing that felt like a huge weight or a huge obstacle in the path when actually it was meant to happen to help you get to where you are today. So I've been on that journey and it's been really refreshing. I'm not looking at myself like putting extra pressure on me or forcing myself to do things that are uncomfortable to the point of, of staying still. Uh, I'm not allowing that fear or that doubt to get the better of me like I had in the past. Instead, I'm allowing myself to look at whatever obstacles and take that on as the challenge. Like it's the challenge that has been set before me and I'm gonna take that on and I'm gonna eat, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so that's been like really, really refreshing for me and it's just kind of been putting these ideas in my mind about how we as people are on this journey of self-discovery and really have to allow ourselves to walk the path. We have to allow ourselves to walk that path of self-discovery instead of avoiding it. So that's what I want to talk about today. So let's transition into the main topic segment. When it comes to self-discovery, it's really important for us to remember that there's some steps that exist. There's these steps that exist within the journey of self-discovery that if you don't really pay attention and you don't allow yourself to just kind of go through it, it can be a holdup or a hindrance to our progress. And so the first step would be to find time to sit in silence. Find time to sit in silence and really give yourself a chance to reflect and review and dig into who you are. I think one of the things that I've noticed just talking to people is that sometimes people will avoid themselves. They avoid the things about them that they don't really like. If you talk to them about something that may be uncomfortable or that they may still be dealing with that they don't realize that they're dealing with, you know, they'll avoid that thing. They'll run from it. They'll say, I don't want to talk about that or I, I'm, I'm over that, you know, so I don't want to, I really don't want to talk about that. Let me just, let's move on to the next thing. It may be the very thing that's keeping us from getting to that next 
place in life, letting our, our light shine like we really need to let it shine. Like we want to let it shine. So sitting in silence, it allows us to quiet all of the noise, you know, from the things that we're saying, the things that are going through our heads. And it helps us to sort through what's us, you know, versus something that um, somebody said in the past or something that we experienced that traumatized us, that's shaping the way that we look at ourselves or that we look at life. It helps us to really dig in and sit and examine what's me, what's not, you know, what's helpful to me and what's harmful to me. That way, you know, you're not just walking around here feeling like the whole world is against you when in all actuality, things have happened to you to help prepare you for the next level in life. So sitting in silence, meditating, taking time, whether it's just five, 10 minutes a day. I like to do it in the morning time. I always let y'all know that like the morning is the best time for me to meditate because it gives me opportunity to just reflect over myself, what happened the day before, set intentions of things that I want to do today, how I want to feel today, you know, really setting the tone for the day overall. Um, and I like to do that while and after I work out. Um, that way, during, it helps me get through the workout, first of all, because some days you get up and you just be like, uh, I know I need to do it, but I don't feel like doing it. So, you know, you need that extra push. Meditating while you work out, it like helps you ease into the challenge, right? It helps you get into the space where you're like, okay, I got this. I can do this. You know, yes, this hurt. It's killing me right now, but I enjoy this. My body enjoys this. I need this. This is something that I, I deserve to have. And it just kind of amps you up and centers you in a way that helps motivate you and push you past that pain. <laughs> so meditating while I work out has always been helpful. And I, I recommend that to, to anybody who is also on a physical health journey such as me, but then also meditating after the workout too, to just kind of calm myself, calm my body, get in tune with every part of my body, feeling out the muscles, breathing into each muscle and seeing if I got a good workout. Did I move the muscle groups in the right way so that it got the work that it needed? Are there pains in me that exist that aren't physical, but just kind of are sitting within the body that need to be released? Is there something energetically that's going on with me that I can release? Is there something on my mind that's really like pissing me off or stressing me out or making me feel bad about myself or making me feel bad about my situation that I'm thinking about consistently vibrating on and asking the universe to give me more of? Because the more things that you think about, like the more time that we think about a thing is the more we're asking the universe for it because we're putting that vibration out into the universe. Our higher selves is like, oh, okay, so you thinking about this tragedy that happened like 10 years ago, but even though you passed that, like, do you want me to find you another? I'm just going to find you another situation like that because you thinking about it and <laughs> so you clearly want it. So it's going to go out and it's going to get that. And then you end up in a situation similar to it, you know? So it's important for us to like sit in that silence so that we can kind of cherry pick the things that are in us that no longer serve us so that we can release that thing out 
you know, breathe that thing out and breathe in something that's more beneficial to where we at today. So sitting in silence, um, I know that there's a lot of folks who would rather not sit in silence. It's like their mind is always moving and they feel like they have to do something while they're sitting there. Like if I'm if I'm just sitting here, I don't have time to just be sitting around. I, I need to be doing something. Well, you are doing something. You're refreshing your mind. You're re refreshing your spirit. And you're giving yourself time to really feed into yourself the way that you desire and deserve to be fed. Because yes, you can get fed from outside sources, but what better way to feed yourself than to feed yourself by just asking yourself, what is it that I need in this moment? What do I need? Doing what's necessary or, or, or asking God, asking the universe to send you what you need in this moment to help you prepare for the next level or to help you move through this situation that's weighing you down. You know, maybe it's something that you're trying to control or that you're trying to handle and, and fix that you just need to hand over to God and let him have it. Let her have it. Let them have it. <laughs> him or him. Him or them, they, whatever. It's God, you know what I'm saying? But um, maybe there's some things that you just need to let God have that you've been trying to carry and sort through on your own. Okay? I mean, like, you ain't God. You know, God lives in you. God dwells within you, but you're not God. So you can't fix everything. Everything is not meant for you to fight or meant for you to, to handle, meant for you to carry. Um, some things are just meant to let go and let God. Are there things that exist inside of you that you need to release and so that you can bring more things in? Um, because a lot of times when it comes to self-discovery, we're serving as our own obstacle. Like We are coming up with all the reasons why we can't do something, all the reasons why we don't want to do something. It's uncomfortable. It don't feel good. It ain't making enough money. It's moving too slow. Or so-and-so said that this is not going to work, so I can't do it. Or, nah, everybody likes this, so I can't do that because ain't nobody going to mess with that. You know, everybody's only messing with this. All that stuff, trash, get rid of it. You know what I'm saying? It's always stale, it's ghetto. Like, you want to feel refreshed. You want to feel like it's moving in the right space, moving in the right direction. You're confident in yourself. You're, you're breathing in life. You know how you eat, you eat like garbage food. Like you eat, um, I don't even know. Let's say you eat some fried chicken. You eat some fried chicken or, or, or some yams, some macaroni and cheese, even though it's so food, it's good. Oh my God, it's so good to you. But after you finish with it, you feel sluggish. You feel all uh, drained. You don't feel like you're ready to get up and go get them like you would if you ate like some watermelon. And some, I don't know, chickpeas or, or you know, something, a healthy salad, a nice, healthy, fruitful salad. You know, you feel energized. You feel like ready to go. Oh, my God, I can go kill a game. It's the same type of situation when you haven't sat in the silence and you haven't sorted through those negative thoughts or those draining thoughts that that stuff that's just been weighing you down and keeping you heavy energetically, spiritually, and maybe even physically, too. You know, energy lives in the body, baby. It just it might be weighing you down physically too. Versus you breathing that stuff out and letting it go, letting God have it. You know, just letting it go and moving forward, so you can be a little bit more light, a little bit more energized, a little bit more free. So sitting in silence—that's the first step. 
Step two would be uncover what you don't like about yourself. So this part can be challenging. A part of me wants to say it's difficult, <laughs> but it's not that it's difficult. It's just a challenge. It's a challenge to review yourself in a way that's unflattering, you know, that may make you feel like if it gives you the, the potential to feel like, uh, I don't like that. Ugh. This is uh, this is not good. Uh, you know, if it makes you feel like that, it does, and it holds the potential to make you feel that way a lot. You know, then of course you're gonna want to avoid that. You're gonna want to push it to the side and and do something that makes you feel good about yourself. Do something much easier for you. You know, you're gonna want to gravitate to those things, but it's important to uncover the things that you don't like about yourself and bring them to the surface. So. That one, we can really work on the parts of ourselves that are weaker or more underdeveloped, that haven't really gotten enough time and attention, you know, um, and that may be for whatever reason. Sometimes when we're growing up, our parents will focus on certain areas about us or certain things about us. They focus on our education. They focus on our health. They focus on uh, us being a part of something or feeling included, but they may not necessarily focus on the minute details. They may miss some things. You know, there might be some parts of us that are clearly there that they don't want to acknowledge. And so it causes us to not acknowledge them as well. You know, and so there may be parts of, you, of ourselves that are underdeveloped, that just need a little attention, that need a light shined on them. And, you know, this is the thing, and I just want to touch on this real quick. This is the thing that um, happens in relationships. Like when you get in a relationship with somebody and they start to get to know who you are, they start to know how you take, they know how you move in certain situations. Like they know how you like to keep the kitchen or how you keep the kitchen. You know, do you leave mess everywhere? Like what's going on with that? Why is it difficult for you to stay organized? They might nag on that thing and be like, hey, you need to do this. You need to do that. And that may make you feel a way. It may make you feel like, well, who are you to tell me about me? But that's your partner. Your partner sees you. They know you in a way. They see the things in you that you might not see in yourself. So it's like they holding up a mirror to you and they showing you who you really are. And you might not believe it because you view yourself in one way. You view yourself as the image of what you've created in here, not necessarily what's really going on out here in the real world. So you might be looking at your partner like, uh-uh, you get on my nerves, get out of my face. That's stupid. That's not true. It's whatever you lie. You know, you might say whatever it is because you don't view yourself how they view you. You see the parts of yourself that you give your attention to. So they're shining a light on the areas that you may have been neglecting or that you may have been uh, avoiding and haven't thought to give attention to. And so in that way, we want to make sure that we are doing that work within ourselves so that we're be a benefit to ourselves, we're a benefit to our partners, we're a benefit to our families and our, our coworkers, our friends, you know, whomever is in our circle so that we're not being a kink in the operation, you know, or the grand scheme of things. We're not ruining our lives by going around <laughs> spewing hate or projecting our innermost feelings and the things that we don't like about ourselves onto other people. Because that's a thing too. Like if there's something in you that you really don't like about yourself, 
and you want to do something about it, but or or you feel like you've been doing something about it, but you really haven't, because that happens a lot. Like you might think about doing things, or you might read a book and you're like, oh, that's a re- really great concept, but you haven't applied that concept to your actual life. You'll project that belief or that understanding, that thing that you don't like about yourself onto other people. There's a person in my family who... <laughs> And I gotta say it. I just gotta say it. There's a person in my family who I guess has had like sexual rendezvous in the past, like situations that have happened to them or things that they have done sexually that just made them a little bit more promiscuous. And they will project that ideology on or lifestyle onto other people, even though that's not who they are. They'll project it onto them, you know, based on how they dress based on, you know, how they act or, you know, the way that they live their lives, just automatically assuming that that person is promiscuous just because of those things. And that's all because of that's what they were, you know, or that's who they thought that they were. It may have been that they didn't even, they weren't really that. They just felt that way because somebody may have said something based on a situation that occurred in the past or whatever. Besides the point, but in the grand scheme of things, it's like, If you are holding on to things like that and you have the risk of projecting that onto other people. So that might look like, oh, you wearing them clothes like that? Like you out here fooling around with everybody. You messing around with every Tom, Dick and Harry and da, 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 da. You made that up because you, first of all, you don't know me. You're not getting to know the real me. You just see me. And you placing all of these judgments and all of these beliefs and and ideologies onto me, onto somebody outside of yourself, because you don't like who you are inside. You don't like this part of yourself inside. And you're doing everything that you feel that you can, that you believe that you can to try to cover this part of yourself up or try to recover this part of yourself when in all actuality, what you're doing is just suppressing it. And projecting that onto other people, you know, you have to really dig into that thing and discover like whether or not this part of you, you know, that you find ugly, you know, that you find to be undeserving, you know, it deserves that attention. It needs that attention and discover what that looks like today. Like, yeah, you might not want to be promiscuous, but you might be a sexual being. Ask me. You know, I'm not promiscuous. I don't like messing around with any and everybody, but I'm attracted to people. I'm attracted to to bodies. I'm attracted to a lot of different things, you know, but that doesn't mean that I have to go out and go get it. You know what I'm saying? Will I look at it? Absolutely. Will I participate in certain things? Yes, but that doesn't mean that I'm just going to be out here in these streets. I'm not of the streets. You know what I'm saying? And everybody don't deserve me that way, but I get to say, how I show up in this space. I get to determine what I like and what I don't like about myself. And I get to accept the parts of myself that I like. And I get to accept the parts of myself that I don't like. And if I don't like that, why don't I like it? Why don't I like that part of myself? So there's a few questions that you can ask yourself so you can really sort through the things that you don't like about yourself. Like what's keeping me from moving how I want to in this area? For instance, I mentioned that, you know, I'm a sexual being, I like sex, you know, and all that good stuff, but I'm not promiscuous. I'm not out here giving it out to everybody because that's not who I am. So how can I, as a sexual being, 
who likes sex, who likes to in, involve myself in it and consume it and, and appreciate it and value it. And I, I see it from all of its different perspectives. How can I show up in that space? How can that area of my life be manifested without me doing too much? Asking yourself those questions so that you really get a clear understanding of who am I? Who am I in this space? And how can I exist within this space without doing too much or not doing enough? You know, how can I feed energy and attention into this area of my life without doing the most? or without becoming what I fear of myself? That's a really good question to answer or to ask yourself so that you can answer it and see what comes up. Another question would be, what have I been carrying that's keeping me from making progress in this area? What are you holding? What are you holding? What happened to you in the past that you don't want to talk about? What experiences did you not get to have because your parents wouldn't let you? Or you know, you was too scared or too nervous and you really wanted to do it, but you didn't. And so you feel like you missed the opportunity. What are you holding inside of yourself that you feel like you've gotten over, which still continues to come up? What do you talk about all the time? What conversations do you have with the people that you love and trust? What keeps coming up? What do you keep talking about that gets on people's nerves and they telling you, okay, well, why don't you try this? Why don't you try that? Or why don't you do it? And you're like, no, I can't do that. No, uh-uh, no, no, no. Why are you always trying to force this on me? But you bringing up the conversation. What is the conversation that you're bringing up? What are you telling yourself? What are you telling other people about these particular situations? So what are you carrying inside of you that deserves to be let out so that you can flow free. So the, the the God that's in you, like we talked about in the last episode, the God that's within you can flow freely because if the energy that's coming through you is having a hard time coming out, like it's stifled, your voice is stifled because of whatever reason. What is getting in the way of you being able to release your voice? What is it a belief that you don't sound professional or you don't sound qualified or you feel like you sound too country? That was me. You know what I'm saying? I felt like I sound so country that people are going to think that I'm not smart. I'm not intelligent, that I don't have any wisdom. And that's not the case. I just talk like a boy from Tulsa. You know what I'm saying? I talk like a boy from the country, you know? So you get what you get. But that doesn't mean that I'm ignorant. That doesn't mean that I'm unintelligent because I'm not. So what beliefs do you hold about yourself that need to be shifted? What baggage are you carrying that needs to be let go? So you can move a little bit more free and you can let that energy that flows through you move more freely. So that's another question to ask yourself. Another good question to ask is what situations keep happening in my life that I don't like or what negative situations keep happening in my life that I don't like? And what about me keeps causing them? What about me keeps causing them? And that's an important part of the question to really ask, because a lot of times when we go through negative situations, we like to look at the outside world. We like to look at who's involved in the situation. Ooh, my boss get on my nerves. She always coming in my face and telling me to do X, Y, Z, but she ain't doing that, 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 that. You know, it's always the outside world. What, what's, why is this happening to me? What, why is this thing happening to me? It's the outside thing that is coming in and influencing the way I feel. If you would just change, if you would change yourself or you would change this situation, if the situation would just change, I would feel better. 
If you would just change who you are, then I will feel better. And that's not how it works. It doesn't work that way. The world doesn't change to accommodate you. You have to change to accommodate the world. You have to change to accommodate yourself, whether that be moving spaces, which a lot of people do because they just run from thing to thing until they feel comfortable and confident in themselves. And that doesn't always work. Because you might run from something and run into a situation that's more dangerous, that's more harmful, but it's the same test. It's just a little bit more difficult. You know what I mean? So it's important for you to understand, like, okay, why do these things keep showing up in my life? And how am I moving? What am I allowing? What am I not allowing that is keeping these situations coming into my life? So it also comes back to that, that whole, what am I thinking? You know? What When I sit in silence, what's coming up? What do I find that I'm thinking about on a consistent basis? Am I thinking about the fact that I don't never have enough money? You know, I ain't got enough money in a bank account. I, I'm trying, I'm doing the best I can. I'm working my ass off, but things ain't happening like I need them to happen. If that's the case, and then you're, you're also looking at your wallet, you know, you're looking at your bank accounts and they always low. And then you might be manifesting that. You thinking about it all the time. I don't have, I have, I'm thinking about not enoughness all the time. I don't have enough. I don't have enough. I don't have enough. I'm putting that energy out in the world into the universe. And the universe is like, I you ain't got enough. Okay, so let's keep taking more. <laughs> Let me give you more stuff to give to because you ain't got enough. You know what I'm saying? Like I it's the it's not you do the universe is not gonna give you what you aren't asking for. It's gonna give you what you're asking for. So if in your head you like, mm, yeah, I don't like how I look. Uh, my body is just mm-mm. it's not doing it. It's like I need, I don't know what I need, but whatever it is, it ain't this. Like I don't I don't like myself, I don't like that. If I if you're thinking like that. And then you start noticing that your body is breaking down or you're gaining more weight or you're more depressed or whatever. You're reinforcing these thoughts about yourself to yourself. And the universe is just bringing more opportunities for you to become more of that instead of the opposite. What do you need to change about yourself so that you can get what you want? Like if you know that you're unhealthy and you know your body isn't giving what you want it to give. What do you need to do in order to change that? Who do I need to become? Do I that mean that I need to eat differently? Do I need to change my eating habits, my eating style? You know, then yes, like do that. Try that out. See what that looks like. Try some recipes. See if you can jazz it up. If you know how to cook, jazz up something that you might find to be a little bit more (laughs) on the bland side because it's healthy or whatever. You know, how can you jazz it up? Or how can you put yourself in a space to where you just do it? Example. So I'm talking about the eating situation. Okay. That's been a a journey for me that I have had in my life. Like it's been a challenge. I like food. I like to eat. I like good food. I like all food that feel good. Like I like, I pretty sure I was tying food to my emotions for a number of years. And sometimes I still do, you know, it's a habit that you're looking to break, you know, a cycle that you're looking to break. And so I'm like, okay, well, I don't like, and I get a trainer and the trainer gives me meal plans and things. And I'm like, oh, I don't like this. It's bland. It's regular. It's like, I ain't enough seasoning. It ain't enough this. It ain't enough that. I want some bread. I want some pizza. I want some this. I want some that. 
that's not helping me to do to get where I'm trying to go. Like if I want to eat all of that stuff, then I'm trying to go in the opposite direction. So what do I need? Like, what do I need to do within myself so that I can get the results that I'm looking for? Well, my trainer said I need to be eating this. So I need to just eat that. You know what I'm saying? And my trainer said that I need to be doing these workouts in order for me to trim up this body the way that I want this body to be bodying, you know? So let me just do it. Let me get into the space to where I am just doing the thing instead of focusing on how I feel in the doing of the thing. So what do I need to change about me to shift my situation so that I'm not in the same situation over and over looking at the rest of the world like, what y'all got going on? Why y'all doing this to me? Why are you doing this? You know, it ain't the world, baby. It's you. That's okay because we can be our own hindrances, but we can be the solution too. So these are some questions that we can ask ourselves so that we make sure that we're moving through our self-discovery process. That way you're not just stuck sitting in a place feeling like, Life is going by and nothing is changing for you, you know, or you're not feeling sorry about yourself or being a victim, which a lot of us are victims, but don't see ourselves as victims. That's something that I had to really come into terms with is that I'm being a victim right now. You know, I'm wanting the world to look at me and all of the things that I've been through and I want them to sympathize with me, which they do. You know, the world sympathizes with the things that you've gone through, your story. But what are you doing about it? Like, what are you going to do now that you know that this has happened to you? What changes are you going to make in your life? You know, are you going to set up new boundaries? Are you going to do new new adventures? Are you going to go back to school? Are you going to start a business? Or what are you going to do to change your situation? Because you talking about it, you're talking about what you went through that was, that was sad, that, that was that wasn't the best, you know, but now what are you going to do to make sure that that doesn't happen again? Now, what are you going to do to work through that and, and heal those wounds so that they become scars so you can continue to move forward? And it's not just leaking your essence out of you. You know, what are you going to do? Or are you going to just keep talking about it? And are you going to keep being the victim? Because that ain't helpful. And people don't like that. People just look at you like, here you go, talking about this again, talking about his problems. And I've had to apologize to myself about that. And I've had to apologize to other people for being a victim and, and dumping on them without actually navigating through the situation and moving on. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you have to do that. But these are things that are a natural part of the self-discovery process. But we as people have to notice that we're going through these things going through these situations and make appropriate adjustments. We got to move our steering wheel in the direction that we want to go. So we're not just hitting these brick walls every 10 minutes, you know, trying to <laughs> figure out why the world is moving around when actually it's us. It's like you're on a video game and your avatar is just bumping into the wall and you like, why am I not getting where I'm supposed to go? Move. You got to move. <laughs> you got to move like you should move, like you're supposed to move, like you need to move in order to get in the direction that you're going. I can't travel west and be in the middle of an obstacle, like too scared to get through that obstacle traveling west when I know I need to get north and I need to get there as soon as possible. You know what I'm saying? If I can get there by going through this obstacle, then let me go ahead and go through this obstacle and veer to, towards the, the direction that I need to go. 
Or if I don't need this obstacle, then let me just maneuver around and go the direction I'm supposed to be going in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you need to do in order to get to the destination that you're trying to achieve, that's what needs to be done. The world can't do it for you. You know, you got to do that for yourself. And so that leads into the next step, which is to remember that the obstacle is bad. You know, sometimes there's things that happen in our lives that make us feel like, oh, what was me? You know, things keep happening to me. And it might just be a test. It might be a challenge because you may have asked God for something. You may have said, I want to do something or I want to be somebody. I want to go somewhere. You've asked for the opportunities to find you. And then the opportunity comes, but the opportunity comes in the form of a challenge, the form of an obstacle, the form of something that is going to give you a test to be able to determine whether or not you're going to be able to make it through to the place that you're looking to go. And so a lot of times we'll avoid the challenge because it's too much for us. We might feel like we're not ready for it. But if you've been brought to it, you are strong enough to be brought through it. And it's important for us to know that if we're in the situation, if we're in front of the situation, we're in front of the obstacle and the obstacle is being presented to us. What do we need to do? How do we need to change? Or how do we need to maneuver in order for us to make it through this challenge? Because the challenge ain't going nowhere. Whether you move in this direction or you go to the left and move in that direction or you go backwards and move in that direction, the obstacle is still going to be there, right? In some form or fashion, either it's going to be there in the fashion that you are aware of, that you know, because it's moving down the path that you you're creating, that you're leading, or it's going to be more challenging because you're moving away from the destination. You're moving in the opposite direction. So that that obstacle might be a little bit bigger because you ain't in the right place like you were supposed to be. It's not going to change the fact that you still have to make it through this challenge. It's a matter of becoming who you have to become in order to make it through because the obstacle is the path. Even though it's in your way, what do I need to do? Who do I need to become in order for me to make it through this? Do I need to get a coach? Do I need to get therapists? Do I need to get a trainer? Do I need to go back to school? Do I need to heal this wound that I have? Like, what do I need to do in order to make it through this challenge? Because the challenge is going to be there regardless. And I might go all around in circles, all around and all around trying to get to the next level. But if I don't make it through this obstacle, I'm going to stay stuck on this level. Just like going back to the video game reference. If I'm in this video game and I'm on level three and I know that there's a boss at the end of the level and I can't get to the next level until I beat this boss, but I keep running around the level, going and doing all the extra side quests and all of the things, and and I'm still too scared to go to the boss because the boss is too hard, then I'm going to stay on level three. I can't level up. I'm not doing it. I'm just going to be running around in circles, not making it to level four because I'm too scared to beat the boss. You got to beat the boss. Let that obstacle know that you are David and it may look like it's Goliath. It may be Goliath, but you got the know-how to be able to defeat that giant. You know what I'm saying? You have to talk to yourself and you have to get yourself to believe. You have to convince yourself that I am the shit and I can do this. You know what I'm saying? You got to plant that within yourself. If that means that I got to feed myself mentally and spiritually every morning when I wake up and I have to put myself through it, I got to get my body together. If I got to do my push-ups, even though I don't like doing push-ups, 
If I got to do my push-ups in the morning so I can prep myself and prepare, if I got to speak over myself and tell myself, hey, I got this today. Yes, it's been a struggle. It's been a challenge, but I got this. I'm moving one step at a time. And each step is leading me through this challenge, leading me closer to my destination. And I'm going to make it. You know, whatever you have to do to get yourself through this challenge is what's necessary because the obstacle is the path. You know, until you get through it, you're not going to be able to level up. The complaints ain't going to help. The excuses ain't going to help. There's no shortcuts. Do the work. You have to do the work. We all have to do the work. And avoiding it and trying to get other people to help and to, to do is not going to it's not going to get us where we're trying to go. We have to do it because this is our journey. You know, we have to be the ones to pass the test. Otherwise, we keep going through that test over and over and over until we actually put in the time and attention to pass it. Otherwise, we stay on the same level. So just remembering that obstacle is the path. There's a line in a poem that I learned during my initiation into Alpha, and it's called The Test of a Man. And I was talking to my husband about this poem because I see that he's on a similar path. Like he's seeing himself in the path of self-discovery. And so he's discovering the different portions of himself and bringing things to the surface. And so I gave him this poem to read and to study, to get to know, you know, so that he can apply that those things to his life. And the line in this poem says, a coward can smile when there's not to fear and nothing his progress bars. And when you pull back the layers of that line itself, it's like, a coward can smile because and be happy all the time because they're too scared to go forth and accept the challenge. You know, there's not something that they have to endure, you know, because they're making life easy for themselves by running. You can run all you want, but you run it from the problem and you the problem, you're going to be running for the rest of your life. And so you might smile and be all happy and just want to act like everything is great. but People who actually doing the work, they know. They know that everything ain't Gucci all the time. You know what I'm saying? People go through real things. And when you're meeting obstacles and challenges, you 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 might not be happy in that moment. You might be grateful, you know, which might give you some joy, but you're going through it. You're going through the test of the fire, you know? And so it's um it's you it's important to understand like if it, anybody who's just happy all the time, they're not allowing themselves to go through the challenge. They may feel or they may look like everything is all good, but everything ain't all good. You know what I'm saying? Everything ain't always good in that regard because they're not putting themselves in a situation to grow and develop. You know, they're just staying on that same level. They're staying in that same box and they may be cool and comfortable in that box, but is that enough for you? You know what I'm saying? Like, is that enough for you? We all have to determine whether or not that box that we're all in or that we've been pl placed in, if it's big enough for us. Because I know me, I'm a big guy. I'm a big guy within myself. And my energy is even bigger than my body. So <laughs> when I walk into the room, especially if I'm in a healthy space, you know, I might be in the challenge. The challenge might be in in in. I'm in the midst of the challenge. I'm in the middle of the challenge. But if I'm putting forth my best effort and I, I'm feeling good about myself, I'm encouraging myself, I'm speaking over myself, and I know that I got this, or even I, I have, I've convinced myself that I got this, then my energy is going to be infectious. People are going to be like, oh my God, 
hey, Josh, like, hey, like, I know, hey, you know what I'm saying? Even if I'm not, I'll feel the happiest, you know, or I don't feel the most positive. I feel good in the moment. And I'm going to continue to feel the best that I can possibly feel so that I can continue to make progress in this journey. You know, a coward can smile when there's not the fear and nothing, nothing hits progress bars. You're barring, you're, you're progressing, you ain't going nowhere. You're not progressing at all because you're not giving yourself the challenge to grow, to become something new, to learn something different, to go a place that's never been gone before. You're staying in the same sandbox. And that's cool. You know, that's cool for you. But if you feel like you need something more, it's time to get out that sandbox. It's time to go meet some challenges. It's time to speak over yourself. It's time to to train. It's time to to do what's necessary in order to get to the destination because that's the next level. And if you want to level up like I want to level up, you don't have to do this. And we can do it together if you want to. You know what I'm saying? But my path is my path and your path is your path. Remembering that the obstacle is the path. Don't don't forget it, you know, and don't think that there's shortcuts. You know, that's something that I've learned as well in life is there's no such thing as shortcuts. All these get rich quick schemes, traps. It's all traps to keep you from moving in the direction that you really are needing to go by putting you on a path to somewhere else. So you might get the lights and the glamour and the all this, but is that really beneficial to where you're going? You know, is it going to help you in the long run? Is it going to cause you to move towards your purpose or away from your purpose? It's something to think about. And the next step will be to find an environment that feeds you. So who are you hanging around? Who are you with on a normal basis? Because you are what you eat. You are what you consume. So if you're around people who are always distracted, who are doing things that's not really moving them in the, the direction of towards their purpose, then you might want to look at yourself. You know what I'm saying? You might want to review yourself and see like, am I like that? You know what I'm saying? Am I staying stagnant? Because birds of a feather flock together. So who are you hanging around? Who's influencing you? Who's in your ear? Who are you listening to? What are you watching? Placing yourself or placing ourselves in these environments that are more helpful to us, that might be a challenge to us, that might tap onto our hearts, you know what I'm saying, and cause a little bit of fear, a little bit of adrenaline to run through our bodies, you know, that's helpful to us. It's helpful because it's going to put us in situations to think critically, to think, okay, what do I need to do in order to get what I say that I want? They believe in me. They see me. You know, they, they're, they're, making note of the progress that I'm making. So that's encouraging to me. That's helping me feel like, okay, maybe I can do this. Maybe I got this. You know, I see them doing their thing and they hustling and they figuring it out and they making their mistakes and they falling and they getting back up and dusting off and encouraging each other. And they may have like lost this amount of money, but they recouped it and they coming back and they going even harder. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can I do that? Like, what am I? It, iron sharpens iron. So when you place yourself in environments where all of y'all are hungry, all of y'all are, are are flexible and open and collaborative and, and willing to learn, willing to try, willing to go forth and be a part of it. You know, when you're in those types of environments, it causes you to be inspired. It causes you to want to move forward. It causes you to want to keep going. 
versus being in an environment where you're like, uh, why would you do that? Mm-mm. No, that, first of all, it's just not going to work. You're never going to type to have that. I've never seen you do that. Those environments aren't healthy. They're not um, conducive to your growth and your progress. So it's important for us to identify the environment that we're in and place ourselves in an environment that's going to be more conducive to where we're looking to go, who we're looking to become. So the journey of self-discovery is not going to keep moving forward if we're putting ourselves in places or environments that are building walls, you know, or being obstacles to our development and our growth. So it's important to know where am I at? Who am I around? You know, what is this environment giving me? Um, do I need to move? Like, do I need to change friend groups? Like, not saying to just let those friends go completely. It just means that in order for me to move, make progress in this area, I can't talk to them about this. You know what I'm saying? I got to talk to, I can talk to them about the fun stuff that we connect on, you know, but when it comes to grinding and it comes to building and developing, let me find a new group of folks. Let me join a group. Let me join a club. You know, let me go to church. Let me go, you know, find, uh, join an organization, whatever I got to do. Let me go back to school. To put myself in an environment that's going to help me to thrive and help me to be more inspired and motivated to get up and go every day. You know, if I have a hard time working out and I know that I'm going to have a hard time with consistency, I'm not going to go to the eating club. I'm not going to go to the culinary club and and do all of the uh, things within the culinary club because I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to be more healthy. So what am I going to do? I'm going to put myself in an environment where I'm going to be more free, you know, more willing and able to move in the direction that I'm trying to go. So that might mean I need to join a dance class or I might need to join uh, a step aerobics class or or whatever. I might need to get a trainer, whatever environment is going to be best suited for me and for my development and my growth. That's what I need to create, you know, or that's what I need to find. Um, and that's important to know, too, is that like if you can't find it, you have to build it. If you're looking for an environment of people who are like minded that and it does not exist or you can't find it, create it go on social media or go in your friend groups and say, hey, guys, I'm looking to do X, Y and Z. Is anybody interested in doing that? If so, I'm putting a group together. Y'all want to join? you know, and move in that direction. Curate spaces and opportunities for you to be your best self so that you can be at your weakest or most vulnerable around folks who are willing to be their weakest and vulnerable so that you can encourage each other. You can encourage yourself by by seeing them make their progress and by seeing and appreciating and celebrating your progress too. Environment makes everything because we are products of our environment. A lot of people don't like to believe that. And some of us may become phoenixes that, you know, are born out of the ashes. And some of us might just burn to a crisp. But it depends on who you are and it depends on who you want to be. I see myself as a phoenix. So a situation might be dire, you know, like I might not have a lot of money at a particular time period or I got too many expenses and I need to pay those things off or whatever the case may be. But that's a temporary inconvenience for a permanent improvement, you know, and I know that 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 is going to change. So I'm going to put myself in an environment that is going to help me to remember that that situation is temporary. It ain't going to last forever. 
So as long as I keep doing what I need to do to move towards the direction that I know I need to go to get to the destination, I'm I'm fine. I got it. If I fall, somebody is going to be there to be like, hey, 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 bro, like, wake up. You got this. Don't stop. Don't give up on the hustle. Don't give up on the dream because your dream is an extension of you. You, it was planted in your heart for you to finish. So you got this. You need to, We all need environments like that. We need environments where we can feel our best. Where we can feel like we're valuable. We able to make it. Like we can do anything. You know, we need those environments. And if we haven't found that in our family, then we need to go find it in school or some other group or organization or whatever. You know, just curating those spaces and allowing ourselves the opportunity to develop ourselves in a healthy way. So I'm, I have some questions that I am going to leave you guys with. Um, and this is just going to help to propel you down that path of self-discovery. It's going to help us move you along that path of self-discovery. So the first question that I have that we can ask ourselves is, who am I now? And is that the person in alignment with my purpose? Who am I now? And is that the person in alignment with my purpose? That's a really good question to ask yourself. If you see that you aren't making progress towards the thing that you really want to achieve or the thing that you really want to do, it's important to just ask, like, who am I? Who am I right now? Who am I in this area? You know, if there's a part of yourself or there's a thing that's really a huge challenge for you and you just feel like you're not getting it, examine yourself. Who am I in this area? Who am I in this situation? Who am I? And who do I need to be? Who do I need to become in order for me to make it through this, in order for me to overcome this challenge? Who do I need to become? Okay, that's a great question to reflect on. The next question is, am I being my authentic self at all times or am I wearing a mask to get by unseen? Am I being my most authentic self? You know, I can be my authentic self anywhere. I can be my authentic self at work. I can be my authentic self at church. I can be my authentic self with my friends, with my family, with a stranger. I can be my authentic self. And does that mean that everybody has to know all of my business? No. Does that mean that I have to tell them every part of my life? No. Does that mean that I have to share everything with everybody? No, because everybody's not deserving of my energy like that. But that does mean that I'm going to be me all the time. I'm going to be me no matter if I'm in the boardroom giving a presentation or if I'm talking in front of my friends and giving a speech about whatever I learned yesterday because of the situation I went through, like, I'm, it's, I'm always going to give me. I'm always going to give myself. So am I being my authentic self at all times or am I tailoring myself based upon the situations that I'm in? Yes, there's a time and a place for everything, but am I being myself in that particular time and in that particular place? Am I being who I deserve to be? Am I being who I want to be authentically in each space? It's an important question to ask. Another question to ask ourselves is, what is living inside of me that's taking up space that is best used to drive me closer to my purpose? So what's getting in the way? What's getting in the way of me getting to my purpose? Is it something that I'm carrying? You know, is it something that happened to me in the past that I just haven't been able to get over? What do I need to do in order to get through that? Do I need to see a therapist and talk it through? Do I need to join a support group? Do I need to get a coach and work through these processes to be able to unlock that part of myself? 
what do I need to do? How how am I going to best serve myself in this space so that I'm not requesting or demanding the world to fix it for me? <laughs> because they ain't they ain't gonna fix it. They're not. The next question is, what don't I like about myself and what is the driving force that will inspire me to make the necessary changes to come closer to my ideal self? So what don't I like about myself? What do I need to do in order to become the person that I want to see myself as? What do I need to do to be a successful business owner? What do I not like about myself that makes me feel uncomfortable in the journey of becoming a business owner? you know, or being a business owner? What do I not like about myself? What do I need to work on? What feels uncomfortable? How do I lean into that? An example for me is like sales. Sales has been a challenge for me. It's been a challenge because I was focused on the process of the sale more than I was the benefit and the value that I'm giving during the process. I'm, I'm supposed to be here to showcase this is the situation that you're in. And this is the value that I can give you via the product that I have. So that takes away my feelings, you know, because my feelings should not matter in this situation. The person whose feelings should matter is the person that I'm trying to help. The person that's in front of me that needs this product, that needs this service and needs the help. You know, how can I help them? That's the process. Asking yourself, what don't I like about myself in this situation? And what do I need to do? in order to become who I need to become to be closer to my purpose, to get closer to being the thing that I said that I wanted to be when I came into this earth, onto this earth. (laughs) Like, how do I become what I need to become through undoing the things that I thought were a part of me? You know what I'm saying? Or, Or releasing the things that I thought were a part of me. How can I make the necessary changes to become closer to the person that need to be or that I want to be. And then finally, what beliefs, doubts, fears, and pain am I carrying that is getting in the way of my progress? What do I need to release? What am I holding on to that's hurting my back? Erica Badu was like, bag lady, you're going to hurt your back. You're hurting your back because you're carrying all of this stuff. Let it go. Let it go. What do I need to do in order to let this thing go? Why is this sticking to me so heavy? What is it about this situation that is just sticking to me? Why is it sticky? Making me feel all icky and gross and sluggish. Like, what do I need to do in order to release this thing? How do I give that over to God so I don't have to keep carrying it? Because it's too much for me. And I ain't got the time or the space and the capacity. I'm trying to get over here. And I can't get over there because I can't jump high enough because I'm chained to this weight that's keeping me down. You know what I'm saying? So what do I need to do in order to let this baggage go? Because my back hurt. <laughs> I got too much things to do, too many things to do, too many places that I'm trying to get to. And I can't fit through the door with all of these bags in my hand. I can't do it. So take it, Lord, take it. You know, what do I need to do? What baggage am I carrying? What beliefs do I believe about myself and my life and the world around me that aren't serving me to be able to get to where I need to go? Do I feel like this group of people is terrible because of whatever propaganda has been shown about them, but those are those are the very people that I need to gravitate to in order to make it to my next level. What do I need to shift about the way that I believe uh, or the things that I believe about them so that I can make that happen? What do I need to change in me? What pain do I need to heal in order for me to recover enough 
to be able to continue to make progress? What fears do I have that seem so big and so vivid and just like I can't get through it because if I go there and I walk through this darkness, something is going to get me. <laughs> like what is so big and how can I break that down and condense it into a way to where I feel more powerful than that situation so I can walk through the valley of darkness and fear no evil? What do I need to do? So asking what fears, what beliefs, what pain, what what doubts are getting in the way of making my progress and doing something about it, not just observing it and seeing it and saying, oh, this is what it is. It is what it is. It ain't. It ain't is what it is. I am who I am and I am becoming more of who I am in every moment. Okay. That's an affirmation right there. Put it on a shirt, baby. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I am who I am and I'm becoming more of who I am in every moment. So, Speaking over yourself, speaking into your life and becoming a little bit more. So asking yourself, what does that look like? What are these things that are getting in the way and what do I need to do in order to overcome them so that they aren't hindering my progress? These are just things to live by, questions to ask, to help us to make it through this self-discovery process. So there's a billion more questions that you can ask yourself. If you give yourself time to really sit in silence, more will come. You know, you ask one question and answer it. It might open up the door for 10 or 20 more questions for you to ask yourself so that you can sort through them. And you have to be the one to answer them. We all have to be the one to answer our own questions so that we can get to know ourselves. The more we get to know ourselves, the better we'll be able to place ourselves in position for us to be as successful as we can be in our journey, okay? So that's all I wanted to say to you guys today. I hope that it gave some type of value to you. I know that it was valuable for me, so I wanted to share it with you guys. Um, If you're not following me on social media, please be sure to do that. Subscribe to this beautiful piece of magic that I am developing. And and let me know if there's more topics that you want me to reflect on. Um, Let me know if you have topics that you want to discuss. Um, Are you an expert in your field? Have you been going through some things that you found processes for and you want to share them with the world? Send me an email at inversationpodcast at gmail.com and let me know so I can have you on the show and we can talk. We can break some topics down and and share them with the world. Um, Also follow me on social media at coach underscore Warren. That's W-A-R-R-E-N zero six. That's TikTok. That's Twitter. Um, Well, I guess it's called X now. Whatever. Um, That's Instagram. That's Facebook. Coach underscore Warren zero six. That's YouTube as well. I found out that my link for YouTube is youtube.com forward slash at coach underscore Warren zero six. Okay. So I'm going to type that on the screen so you can see it because it is what it is. It's a lot, but it is what it is. <laughs> and we moving through, we moving through, but definitely follow me um, to continue to receive all of this good magic. I'm finding my rhythm and my flow and I am packaging it up as professionally as and as authentically as I can so I can give it to y'all. So I want you guys to join me on this journey um, as I continue to discover myself and help us to discover ourselves so that we can be our most authentic selves in our most authentic community. 
That's what we deserve. We deserve to be an authentic community with unity and love and support and and encouragement in the foundation. So we building that right now. We building it. We bringing it back because we deserve it. Also, if you are interested in having me as a coach, visit my website, thedreamincentive.com. It is the Dream Incentive, not the Dream Initiative. You know, it is the dreamincentive.com. I will put that on the screen as well. Visit. And if you find yourself in a space where you are lacking direction or you're not confident in yourself, you are a creative and you're not quite in the space to be able to take your creativity and package it into a business or a brand, reach out, sign up for a free introductory call, a free introductory session, and let's talk it through and see how I can help you to support you through making your dreams a reality through action and not just. Okay. All right. But that's going to do it. I love you guys so very, very much. Thank you guys for sticking through this. I know I can get long winded sometimes and I'm working on it, but it's coming from a beautiful place. It's coming from a, a place that is as helpful as possible. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. And if you haven't heard it today, I love you. If you haven't smiled today, smile with me. Bye. All right, y'all. Thank you so much. I love y'all. Deuces.